What's up, guys? Vito here from the Student Counselor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this uh, episode because it's it's long overdue. It's been one or two months now that I haven't done an episode by myself or just a month in general that there's not a lot of content that I've been posting online or new episodes with guests. So it's just been very crazy, very hectic, I would say. Lots of things going on. And that's what this episode is all about. I'm just going to give you an update in my life and what's going on and where the hell have I been. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, guys. It's just a lot going on. Wedding planning is getting crazier. And because we are going to Brazil next month for a vacation slash wedding planning, there's just a lot that we had to do before we go. Uh, school took a lot of my time this semester, even though it was a, I really love both classes. I took group counseling and addictions class. With my addiction cla- class, I didn't stop biting my nails. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. And uh, and then Hurricane Ian came around, he hit Southwest Florida as a Category Four hurricane, and I evacuated. I was out of my house for two weeks. So it's just a lot going on all at once, but I'm back now. I'm going to give you an update and tell you everything that's going on and what's coming up next for the Student Counselor Podcast. So let's get started. All right, guys, where to start? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> oh, man. I, even though, like, it felt good to not have another obligation, you know, to post and make episodes, I missed it. <laughs> I really did. I'm the kind of person that it, it, it's it's uh, it's probably a, a problem, but sometimes I think it's, like, a good thing. Um, sometimes if I, if I'm not doing too much or not doing the things I want to do and that I dream about, it, um, it makes me anxious. It makes me upset. Like I want to get to it. I want to start, you know, I want to be successful and start my career. I want to continue with this podcast and continue to grow this podcast. But then at the same time, like I feel I like sometimes I got to take a, take a step back and I know I need a break. I know I need to calm down a little. And I do it. I've done it multiple times. This time around, I took up one or two months off. And, um, you know, it's never a problem. But when I'm in that break, when I'm in that moment where I'm not doing all of the things I want to do, then it's constantly in my mind. It's like, I want to do it. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, And it's just like my, my, my biggest superpower, as I like to say is also my greatest downfall. It's my greatest weakness. I'm a go-getter person, but sometimes I can't even stand taking a break. (laughs) I can't wait to get back on it and start doing the things I want to do. So I'm happy to be here actually today and give you guys this life update and tell you what's going on in my life and tell you why I've been taking long to make episodes. This is probably the longest break I've taken since I started this uh, podcast a month ago, since I started my Instagram page for this podcast where I was constantly posting things regarding the episode or regarding my life or, you know, just this is the longest break I've taken. And uh, it felt good. But also, again, happy to be back. (laughs) 
And now, uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to do this episode and I'm going to probably be gone for another one or two months. <laughs> but that's what we're here today to tell you what's going on in the last two months, everything that's happened in my life with school, with my wedding planning, Hurricane Ian, and then what happened to, to me and to my community, and then tell you what my next, what my plan is for the next two months, right? So where do I start? I guess we could start talking about my classes. Since this is a student counselor podcast, I figured I will start there. And um, if you don't remember, if you don't recall, I did mention this on the couple of episodes that my semesters are split into two terms, two A-week terms. And this semester, this fall semester of 2022, I've I've only taken classes on the first term of the semester. So only the first eight weeks of the semester. And the reason being is for a couple of reasons, which I will talk more about on this episode, but mostly because... I am going to be out of the country next month to Brazil and because I need a break because there's a lot of things going on because I want to watch the World Cup and I don't want to worry about homeworks. I don't want to have to worry about anything when I'm going to be out of the country, when I'm going to be enjoying my life, when I need this break. So that being said, the first term of the fall semester, I took two classes. I took uh, group counseling and addictions class. Those are the only two classes I took that term and the only two classes I'm taking on this fall semester. And uh, they were really cool classes. I think probably uh, group counseling is probably one of my favorite classes that I've taken in this semester, in this uh, uh, program. And I'll tell you why in a bit. Uh, but the addictions class was very eye-opening um, because I never really, I never cared too much about addiction. Not that I don't care. Let me rephrase that before I'm banned or where I'm canceled. <laughs> I just never wanted to work directly with the addiction population, right? If someone says, you want to be an addictions counselor? The answer will be like, no, that's not what I want to do. That's not my focus. Love those that do it and are passionate about it, yes, we need those people, and I appreciate your service, but I just never thought it was for me. Crazy enough, because I think I've experienced a lot of uh, addictions in my life, not just with me, like family members. I I grew up with a father who was an alcoholic, and honestly, we had a lot of trouble. I had a lot of trouble going, growing up, but I'm not here to talk about that today. And uh, I've seen other family members too, direct family members and other family members in general struggle with different kinds of addiction. So I know it's important. I really do. But I just never thought I wanted to work with it. And I think the idea still remains. I don't see myself working as a addictions counselor or in addiction or in an addiction setting, a rehab rehabilitation setting, I don't see myself doing that. But this class was very eye opening. It did. I mean, not only I learned my my professor was very passionate about explaining everything in very detail, like what all the drugs do and how they affect you. Like she was very passionate about that, which I love. Like you see that she's like 
probably the perfect person in this whole program to teach this class. Um, very passionate. You could tell that she's experienced with it. And, um, but I remember if I had to put myself back on that first day of class, I was so excited because when I found out the assignments we had to do right away, I was like, wow, this seems really cool. Right. So right away from the start, from the jump, my addictions class started out like zero to a hundred, very excited. Right. And those assignments were two, two of them that I, I was very excited about. One was that I had to pick a behavior that I wish to stop or start. And I had to start or stop this behavior and document the process and journal what it takes to start or stop this behavior. And you could pick anything. You know, the professor gave multiple examples. Hey, if you wish to work out five days a week and that's what you're going to journal about, great. Journal about that. <laughs> you know, what it means to stay on track and staying um, committed to start or stopping this behavior. And I remember I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I even consider a couple of different things. I was like, maybe I should stop eating chocolate or sweets in general because I love eating sweets. Um, and I thought maybe I could do that. I don't know. I remember leaving the class and telling my fiance this assignment. And she said right away, you should stop biting your nails. And I was like, oh, my God, perfect. I don't think there's anything else in my life that I've been more addicted in a, in a behavior that is like a bad behavior. You know, I don't think there's something in my life that has happened throughout my whole life that I've done throughout my whole life that I could, that I wish to stop biting my nails. Like that's it. <laughs> that is like the thing I should stop. That is the thing that I should try to stop. Right. So as soon as she said it, I was like, perfect. That's it. I'm going to stop biting my nails. And, um, I have, I have, I have, um, you know, stopped <laughs> biting my nails in the past. And this was actually in uh, 2019 when I was getting ready to propose, I remember. And, um, I plan my, I've been with my, with my high school sweetheart guys here for 12 years now. <laughs> So the proposal was long overdue, but we're very, we're a very, um, we're, we're a couple that we plan everything, right? There's no reason to rush into an engagement or a wedding if we're not in the right place for it. That's how we always view our lives. Um, so, you know, for us, it was like, let's go to school first. Just, you know, let's be financially stable first. And then we get into you know, an engagement because we started out young. If we were to just get engaged, just to get engaged because we were together for six years and we were definitely not ready at that point. So 10 years later in our 10th anniversary or around that, that time, we were nine years together. Um, I had just graduated my bachelor's and I was starting a new job where I'm still at now in recruiting. And I, you know, we got an apartment together and I was like, all right, this is it. Like, this is the time, man. We were going to Greece and uh, at the time we had a trip planned to Greece and I was like, I'm going to propose on this trip. <laughs> so because I planned it in advance, I was like, man, I got to stop biting my nails. Like, no way I want pictures 
of my hands if there is pictures that she wants to post or that I want to post because of the ring, you know, or something. No way I want pictures with my nails the way they were. So that was the first time in my life that I stopped biting my nails. But then shortly after that, my fiance, right after that trip, you know, she went into a uh, study abroad program where she was away for three months and she stayed in Italy and a bunch of other countries in Europe with her architecture program. She's now a a master's level um, architect, just pending her license. And um, she took a, a study abroad program and she was away for three months Right after I I proposed, I was alone and without her (laughs) for the longest time that I've ever been in my life. And um, so guess what happened? I started biting my nails again. (laughs) It did not take long. After the pictures, after the trip, it felt like it never, I never stopped. (laughs) And I started biting my nails again. And that's how it's been my whole life. I bit my nails my whole life. My parents... I've tried multiple different things. They put, you know, those nail polishes that are spicy or that taste bad. I have done that too as an adult. I would still figure out a way of doing it. <laughs> I, was, I would just bite my nails. <laughs> Overly anxious person. Always bit my nails. But this time, you know, now we're in this class, in my addictions class, this opportunity comes up to start or stop a behavior and so I can journal and, and, and um, try to be committed to it because it is the, the same process of starting any behavior or stopping any behavior. It's the same process of stopping an addiction. You know, like you're, what you go through mentally, where you have to put yourself mentally is the same idea of stopping that addiction, right? So that's what I chose. And that's what I did. And I got to tell you. I'm very successful. (laughs) I'm looking at my hands right now and I have nails and I haven't been in class for two weeks and I still haven't bit them. It was such a fun experiment. It was, (laughs) I don't know. After it started, it almost didn't even feel like I was doing it for the class. I feel like it was just like something I've committed myself to doing it and I just went for it and I did it. And uh, it felt really good. I had some relapses, you know, (laughs) I did. I remember two weeks into the class, there was something going on with in my life that made me anxious, bit my nails. (laughs) So I had my relapses. So I have that experience. And, uh, but so far, so good. Again, after a while, it just felt normal. I enjoyed not biting my nails and having nails to look on. I play with them. I'm constantly touching them, um, but I guess it's better than biting them and having them look super ugly because they were, man, my nails were bad. I, I, If you ever see someone that bites their nails, that was me. Very short, barely no nails, always looked super ugly, but now here we are. <laughs> now it looks good. I'm hoping to keep this up forever. That's that's my goal, and um Again, two weeks in after the class has ended, I'm still strong and still being able to do it. So that was one of the assignments that I had to do for my addictions class. One of the the assignments I was mostly excited for because, again, not only it was an assignment, it was also something personal. It was like a personal thing. 
that I had to do, and I was really excited for it. The other assignment that I had to do was uh, participate on an AA meeting or an NA meetings. And if you don't know what those are, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous. So I had to participate in any of those meetings. I had to go a couple of times. And I, from the start, I was a little nervous about it, like just having to walk into a place where I am not the one like seeking help. I'm just going in as a student. <laughs> It felt a little intimidating, but also at the same time, I was super excited for it. I was like, wow, this is so cool that I get to be part of this. You know, that's such a cool assignment. And I was generally very happy about that, ex you know, having being able to have that experience even before I went to the meetings. So, and the meetings were amazing, actually. Like, it was so eye-opening to hear people's stories of what they went through, what they've been and how addiction affects their lives. It, it was amazing. It was awesome. And they were all very welcoming and treated me nice. Um, I do have um, something funny to happen. My first meeting that I went, uh, and, and guys, there's multiple of these meetings out there. If you Google Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous meetings in your area, they're literally happening like 24-7. I had no idea. There's there across your whole county. There's from seven in the morning to like <laughs> ten at night. There, there's literally one every hour. It's amazing. And um, when I chose the first meeting to go to, which is one of the closest one by my house, I ended up going to a closed meeting, meaning you can only participate if you are part of the AA, right? So I get there and I had no idea about this. I just walk in. It was a closed room. Um, it, it wasn't a speaker meeting. We we're all actually in a circle. And I just sit down and just waiting for it to happen. I remember from the start, I was having trouble finding a room. I kind of spoke to someone. He actually took me there. He's like, I'm going there. He took me there. Very nice people. Um, so I'm sitting there, and then as they start the meeting, the guy introduces the meeting, and he mentions this this is a closed meeting. And then right away, <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> so then he gives opportunity to anyone that wants to say something, introduce themselves or something, new members. Um, I think I was the only new member, so... I was like, all right, perfect opportunity for me to not only introduce myself, but also to leave, you know, and explain to them, hey, I'm sorry, I'm a student. I had no idea this was a closed meeting, so I'm going to leave. So I get up, I tell them, hey, my name is Vitor, guys. I'm a student, mental health counseling student. I'm sorry, I really didn't know this was a closed meeting. I apologize. Um, I can leave. And like, they didn't even let me finish that sentence. They all started raising their hands like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. You can stay. You're not bothering me. Are you? Is he bothering anyone? And then they all kind of went in circles to start saying, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. He can stay. He can stay. Please stay. And I was like, wow. Okay, cool. Like they were all very welcoming, you know? So that was my first experience. And that was a good one. It, uh, I think it, <laughs> it made the next meeting even better because the next meeting I went, I went to a speaker meeting, which was like when two people were up front talking about their addiction story and, you know, you're just sitting there and not really, no one is really engaging because you're just listening to the, the people speak. 
And, um, though, you know, that, that, that first meeting kind of prepared me for it. And it was just very interesting. <laughs> Again, very welcoming. These, the, the groups were amazing. I learned a lot. It was very eye opening. And then I had to write a paper about it. You know, how the 12 step process of, um, are handled on the meetings. You know, what do they talk about and those kinds of things. And then I had to pick two theories that I think will work for addictions and things like that. So that was the other assignment that I had to do. And then the other assignment, just quickly going over, because I actually did a video for my, on my Instagram page for this assignment, which was, I had to pick a character from a movie or a TV show who suffers from an addiction. And then I had to write about that character, diagnose that character, and then, you know, pick a few modalities and treatment plans or theories that work with that person. So I did that one on the character from the Euphoria TV show. That's Rue Bennett. If you've never <laughs> watched Euphoria, that's a TV show on HBO Max where this adolescent struggles heavily with opioids and narcotics. So check it out. Check out the video I posted on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago about it, where I talk a little bit more about my paper and, uh, yeah, and those were the assignments for my addictions class. That concludes that. <laughs> it was an awesome experience. And what I took from the most is that, wow, even though I don't want to work with directly with this population, like it's so important to know because you never know. They might just, they might come in because they're feeling depressed, but then you find out they're drinking a lot of alcohol to suppress those feelings, you know? So it's important to know because that can happen even if you're not, strictly working in that setting or with that population and then most importantly i love the class <laughs> because i stopped biting my nails <laughs> and yeah it was an awesome awesome class awesome assignments i really enjoyed it uh and then on to my group counseling class my group counseling class was one of my favorite classes that I've taken on this on this program. I don't even want to I don't even know if I should call it a class honestly. Did we have assignments? Yes, we did. Had to create a group brochure, had some discussion boards, but it was very minor and I shout out to my professor for keeping the the class strictly focused on the group experience and not overwhelming us so much with things to do. Because that really made me just focus on the group, right? So group counseling, guys. We had we had a group. I've had a group of six individuals that each week someone led that group. And we talked about real life things that were happening to us. And it was amazing. It was amazing. My group was phenom phenomenal. We've really connected. You know, of course, it started out us being a little bit more shy, things like that. But eventually, throughout the eight weeks, like, we've really connected with each other. We even met each, met with uh, each other on the weekends, two weekends, um, for like two hours, just chatting about life. It was amazing. I really enjoyed the, the connection. And if you, one of you guys from the group, if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed speaking and getting to know each and every one of you. What an experience. What a, what a beautiful thing we've created in that class. So 
and yeah, and it, it was uh, a psych educational group. So we're just talking to each other about things that are going on and kind of helping each other throughout the process. Uh, I led actually the first group because <laughs> I always offer to do things first if given an opportunity. And I co-led that um, group, that first group that we had. And uh, it was pretty cool doing that. I learned just how much you have to embrace silence. <laughs> the facilitator that was in the room with us on video, each room, each group in the class had a facilitator, which was either a PhD student or the professor herself. You know, the facilitator was communicating with me like, hey, embrace the silence, let them speak. And that was just so good because I, I, I always felt the need to like say something after someone says something or maybe try to engage another person. Hey, how do you feel about this? Blah, blah, blah. But I remember one thing that I've learned and one thing that she pointed out, it's like, hey, just maybe give them some space. Let them, let them be silent. They're going to connect. I remember doing that and watching it happen in front of me, in front of my eyes. And it was amazing. Like I was, we were just there sitting for like two, three minutes. No one was saying anything, and then someone else started speaking to the other person because of what they had just mentioned previously, and they just started connecting. It was amazing, and then we saw that throughout the other sections. We all just kind of connected with one another. We care about one another, and we wanted to help, and you see a lot of things that you feel that others feel the same way, or then sometimes you notice that if you think you have it rough, some there's another person that's going through a much harder time, so... Yeah, I absolutely loved my group, my group from my group counseling class. So thank you, guys. Again, if you're listening to this, thank you for being part of that experience. I will forever remember that my whole life. So that was it. That was the two classes that I took this fall semester and uh, absolutely loved them. They kept me busy. I had to go to these meetings, participate in group settings, you know, being flexible on the weekend and spending time with my group because we had to fulfill 10 hours of group counseling uh, for the program. So we met on the weekends to fulfill those hours because just the times we had in class wasn't going to do it. So, um, yeah, it, it, it just, it was, it was, it, it got me busy. It kept me busy writing the papers about addiction also wasn't the easiest thing because again, not something that I'm truly passionate about. Um, the, the, the paper I did for Rue Bennett for the character for Euphoria, one of the longest papers I've done in school so far. And I'm really happy with how it actually came out and I got a grade for it too. So yeah, the, the, the classes in, in general kept me busy and then everything else that was happening with the classes also kept me busy. And the first thing is would be my wedding. <laughs> and so, of course, again, as you guys know, I am getting married. I'm actually getting married in Brazil because that's where I'm from. That's where my fiance is from. And uh, we're getting married in Brazil next year, next September. That's one of the reasons why, again, I took only the first term uh, this fall semester. And I'm not taking classes on the second semester or in the second term of the fall semester because I took some time off because I'm going to be traveling to Brazil 
where we're going to do more wedding planning in person with our wedding planner, with our decorator. And we're going to go to the place where we're going to get married that we've never even seen. <laughs> we just picked the place online. It's a beautiful venue. It's in the middle of like nature of like a forest. And there, there's this house, you know, that the, 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 the chapel, I don't even want to call it a chapel, but I, I guess you can. But where the wedding, where the ceremony actually is, is it's a beautiful uh, glass um, covered place. And then right in the same location, it's where the, the, the party will be afterwards. And it's, it's in this beautiful, like almost sort of looking like a tree house. And it's amazing. It's all in one place. We're just very excited for that. And um, we've never even been to it. <laughs> we've never even been to the place. So that's what we're doing. We're going to Brazil. Of course, we're going to have some fun. We're going to see some family. But we're also going to be doing a lot of wedding planning. And because of the thing, because we're going there to do some wedding planning, we had a lot of things to do for the wedding before we went. And not just because we're going, but just in general, we had a lot of things to do for the wedding. You know, we've... We closed in our decorator, the person that's going to decorate the whole entire wedding from the ceremony to the party. Uh, we're close to closing out on the band. And that, man, the band is just, <laughs> that probably took one of the longest. Because not only you have to like them, you have to hear their music and how they play. Do they play what you like? And then you start you open up this portal of like all these different bands. Which one do I like? Oh, this one, they don't sing this. This one doesn't sing that. This one sings everything, but I don't really like their style. <laughs> the other problem we face is because it's in Brazil. Our, you know, our language is Portuguese. And some bands spoke broken English. Like it wasn't like good English, you know? It's like, I really like this band, but their English is not as great. <laughs> And us living in America for 12 years, being, you know, dual citizen, American and Brazilians, we wanted to have someone that at least we could understand or it wasn't as bad. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we closed on the band and continuously have to search for other things about for this wedding. And we have a wedding planner. We do. But, man, there's a lot of work you got to do. <laughs> I don't know how it is planning a, a wedding in America or if it is any different. Uh, but man, <laughs> planning a wedding is no joke. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, man. While going to school at the same time, taking classes. Yeah, it's it's just not it's not easy at all. So that happened. But we're, we got a lot of stuff done, which I'm really happy and grateful for. Um, and now we're going to Brazil, you know, in November in Thanksgiving, and we're going to be able to get more stuff done for the wedding so we can get married next year, September. Hopefully I'm just looking forward to the day that we're mostly done with the big stuff and we don't have to go so crazy about like getting the buffet, the, the person, um, the bartender or the decorator. Like, I just want to finish all the big things because then there will be just a bunch of little things to do. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> that's another thing that took a lot of my time uh, this last couple of months. 
And then in between all of that, we had Hurricane Ian. And Hurricane Ian hit southwest Florida, specifically the Fort Myers area, which is just 40 minutes north of where I live. I'm in, I'm in Naples, Florida. But yeah, Naples, Florida also got hit pretty bad. It, it was crazy. But we evacuated, me and my fiance, and both of our cats. We didn't leave them behind. And we went to the East Coast. We went to her mom's house that lives on the East Coast of Florida, like near Orlando, but close to the beach area. So we went there. We actually went really early. We actually went there when the hurricane wasn't even coming to this part. It was still projected to go to like the Tampa area. And then we're like, hey, you know what? We're I'm working from home already. They gave her the green light to work from home or also my fiance. So we're like, hey, why not? Let's just go there. Spend some time with your family, with your mom. My, my fiance's birthday was coming around. So like, let's just go there already and just be there longer. Work from there. And that's what we did. So we went a little earlier. And man, I'm so glad we did because that hurricane took a turn last minute. <laughs> and it came to southwest Florida, Fort Myers and Naples area. And they got hit pretty bad. I don't know if you had the opportunity to look into it. If you saw it on the news or online, it was bad. It was, man, I, I was, I wasn't here and I just kept looking at videos and like places that I know, places that I go just flooded. It was, it, it was, it was crazy. So bad. So bad. And I feel so bad for those that lost their homes and lost everything. Some people lost everything. So luckily my fiance and I, we live, we don't live too close to the beach. We're probably 15 minutes away, 10 miles away. So even though they got hit, you know, the wind of course hit us here pretty bad. I, I wasn't here, but I know it did, you know, it, it, it didn't, we didn't get the storm surges and the floods and all of that, at least not as high as, you know, the people that live close to the beach. And then also, luckily, we live on the fourth floor of an apartment complex. So we definitely didn't have any issues uh, with floods and things like that. Our main concern was is because we lived on the f last floor of the apartment complex. So we're like, oh, man, if our roof falls off or if there's any issue with the roof or it flies away, <laughs> like our house will be destroyed, you know. So that was our main issue when the hurricane was passing, like, thinking of our home, thinking of our stuff back home. Um, and then we didn't have no one to really check stuff for us, like what's going on. Like even after it passed, like, is everything okay? Like what happened? And we're trying to communicate with people from the apartment complex. And, you know, eventually we found out that everything was okay and nothing happened to our place or actually our apartment complex in general. So, but yeah, it was a crazy storm. We were out of the house for two weeks, mostly because the power didn't come back to like five days later after the hurricane came back. And then after the power came back, there was still, still no internet. And I was in that last week of the term of the semester. And I was like, man, I need internet to, to finish my classes. You know, I need internet to work, <laughs> you know? 
oh my god, like, I can't go back home. So we ended up staying at her mom's house for another two weeks. Uh, we not, we stayed for another week in total, two weeks total, and it was crazy. It was it was crazy, man. And, and yeah, it was just just crazy. And I know people that struggle even more. You know, those that live in Fort Myers, <sighs> they lost a lot of stuff, a lot of destructions. And it's it's really crap. It's really bad. If you haven't seen it, just Google it, Hurricane Ian, and you'll see what happened to to my community and to my area here. So, but again, luckily nothing happened to us. We stayed two weeks out from our home. Of course, that creates some discomfort because hey, even though it's family, it's it's not your house, and you you want to go back home, and that's that's totally normal. It's, that happens to me when I'm on vacation, you know. Third weekend in vacation, if I ever take vacation that long. But sometimes even just two weeks, you're like, oh, man, I'm happy to be here, but also happy to go back home. So so that was really the only struggle that we faced, thank God. And nothing really happened to our place and our stuff. So we're all safe. Thank you for those that reached out and, and sent messages on Instagram to me. I really do appreciate it. Um, but we're good. We are happy to be good and that nothing has happened to us. And again, my heart goes out to all of those that were affected, those that lost their stuff, or those that love that lost people near them. I don't know. I know it's happened, so <sighs> my heart goes out to you guys. So So that was the other thing. That was the other thing that kept me busy this last uh this last month or so. And um but now we're here. Now we're here, and I've been strategizing, guys. I've been strategizing and thinking about this deeply. And you know, like I have some episodes with some guests that they're probably wondering when is this gonna come out? <laughs> like I recorded it like a month ago or two months ago, and I still haven't published it. And I've been thinking the best way to do this, right? What do I want to do? Do I wanna just post those episodes that I have? Do I make an update uh, episode like this one first, and then do some guest episodes? And, um, at first that's what I was going to do. And then I changed my mind, actually <laughs> changed my mind. Uh, so here's what I decided. Here's my plan for the next two months. Just so you know, this is episode 28 of the student counselor podcast. I've had amazing guests on this show and I know people really enjoy listening to these stories and learning from these people that come on the show, not only the licensed professionals, but other students that come on, on the show as well. You know, we get to learn from their experience. So I learned from them. So I know you guys learn from them as well. And I want to keep this going. I'm not stopping. Like <laughs> no way. Sometimes, you know, you put some doubts in your head. Like, do you, should I keep going? Is it needed? Who likes the show? You know, like, do I want this extra stressor? Sometimes like our, our, your mind goes into these dark places and we all do in different ways. But then I remember my why and why I started and why I want to do this. And it's to help people, it's to connect with people. So I'm not stopping. I'm going to keep this going. But I do have a plan to stop for another month or two. <laughs> because, hey, you know what? I'm off from school. Just finished my the the term and the only classes that I took on the fall semester, right? I am soon going to be traveling to Brazil. I have a lot of wedding stuff to do. 
And I surely do need a mental health break. And the World Cup is happening in November. I mean, I already... <laughs> if you are Latino, Brazilian, or Spanish, European, you may understand the feeling of, of a, the World Cup soccer tournament and how important that is to us soccer fans and how much we love it. And I grew up watching the World Cup. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite times of my life, actually. I would say my whole life, yes. Because it only happens every four years. It's not like the Super Bowl that every year there's a Super Bowl. No, this is like every four years. And it's, you know, a bunch of different countries just playing a tournament to see who's the best. And Brazil has won five times, the most of any country. So I could say we're the best. <laughs> if you don't think so, you're welcome to message me and we can have that debate. But <laughs> anyways, and I'm, I love the World Cup. I woke up, I... I I grew up watching it with family in Brazil. It's a party. It's so much fun. So that being said, the World Cup is happening. Wedding plan. I'm taking a break already from school. I definitely need a break mentally and to, you know, just reset. Actually take it in and, and fully embrace being off from extra duties outside of work. And for that reason, I'm not planning to have any episodes <laughs> until next year. Perhaps, maybe I'll have another episode before the end of the year as like a, a recap of all of these things, a recap of my trip. And who knows, maybe I'll be celebrating Brazil winning his the sixth title of the World Cup by then as well. We don't know. We shall see. But as far as episodes about school, of course, I'm not in school. Not much more to talk about. Sure, I could, you know, develop episodes just on topics of, about school and go in depth into uh, things that we talk about in classes or papers or assignments I've done. But I thought about that, too, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And the guest episodes, even though, again, I have a few recorded. I just don't want to put them out right now because I don't want to be committed to not only publishing them, but marketing them online and talking about them so much. I think I deserve it, right? <laughs> 28 episodes in, I am the only person that handles this podcast all on my own, all while handling all these other personal life duties that I have while going to school full-time, while working full-time. And I think I deserve it. So that's what I'm going to be doing, and that's why... You won't be seeing much from me until a couple of a couple of months here. But here's the good news. I already started recording episodes of more guests. I just recorded one yesterday. Not going to spoil it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to record more. I have more scheduled the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to have those all ready to go. So when I come back from school, when I come back to school, sorry, in January, when I'm, you know, vacations is done, Holiday season is done. World Cup is done. Trip to Brazil is done. And when I'm back in school full time, I will have a lot of episodes ready to go and content ready to go every other week. And, uh, and that also helps me while I'm in school because then I don't have to worry about like recording an episode or putting time to, you know, speak to a guest or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, 
That's the plan. That's the plan, guys. And uh, I'm very happy with this plan. I know that sometimes it's going to hunt me at night. Like, man, Vitor, why are you could be doing more? Because I know that's my personality. But I'm trying to work through that and understand that I, I, I deserve this. Even though it's coming with a lot of explanation, more than it's probably needed. I don't know why. That's also my personality. I feel the need to explain things. <laughs> There's no need. It's my life. You're not going to tell me what to do or tell me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> and if you do, I don't care. <laughs> But I don't know. That's just how I am. And I just wanted to let you guys know because I do love and appreciate every single one of you that listens to the show and shares this Uh, show with other students and I'm just hoping to continue on with you know more episodes more guests more interviews more conversations about being a student in the mental health field so that being said thank you so much for tuning in to this episode for listening to me brag about my life for 45 minutes <laughs> uh, if you have any questions if you want to connect with me Please find me on Instagram, student.counselor.podcast. Send me a message. Let me know what you think about this show. I'm still going to be active there. I'm still going to be reading. I want to talk. I love talking to people. I'm not <laughs> going to just stop that. So send me a message. Reach out to me. Share this show with, you know, a new student that's starting their first semester next year. You know, or, or if you're a new student yourself and you just found it, share with one person in your class, you know. And again, connect with me on Instagram, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Enjoy your life. Stay safe. Embrace mental health, guys. Working hard is important. I love working hard. I love going after the things I want and the things that I want to be in life. But we all need a break sometimes. And I hope you get that break that you need, too. So... Have a great day, and I'll see you on the next one, whenever that is. <laughs> Bye, guys.